0: Hey everybody and welcome to toddler purgatory i'm molly hey hey i'm blair and today we are talking about i actually don't know if blair and i have ever talked about this on a private basis i don't think so we're talking about play dates kind of everything about play dates not just etiquette but like how i gotta tell you i'm not the biggest fan of play dates oh there i said it
1: have you never been like did you do it when your kids are babies or not really What's your deal? No. And well, my thing with, you know, as we've discussed before, is that I was living in a town that was particular and everyone thought I was my kid's nanny. So I didn't get like that lovey-dovey, like welcoming kind of thing. So I just kind of avoided playdates. And all my friends' kids were older or my friends that did have kids the same age, they were like further away or we just like, just didn't do it. We just didn't get to it because it's always so hard to plan when they're baby babies, you know. And then you gotta haul all the stuff, and it's like whose house, and it's like blah, blah, blah. now I do it, yeah. But it's always like, but it's for me. I get so particular because it's like, do I like playing with the people at this play date?
0: <laughs> that is the multi-layered thing of play dates. I completely agree. Like, right? Because there is that facet of it. Well, particularly when my son was younger, when he was like a baby, I brought him to music class and I'm still friends with the teacher and the people in that music class were great, but it's hard. Like a lot of times we'd show up and either they were already friends with the parents, generally moms, often some dads Mm -hmm. and grandparents too, but with the caregivers of the baby next to them, like they Mm -hmm. signed up together. That always felt, there's not only the element that you are so exhausted because you have an eight month old baby or whatever, but also there's the element of it feels like high school. It's like high school.
1: Feels like high school. I graduated yeah. 542 years ago. I'm not into it. Yeah. It's tough. And it's like, and also it
0: taps into all the same insecurities. Absolutely. Where you're like, because you don't want to be the person who you just mentioned, Blair, who's like, our kids get along, our two-year-olds, our three-year-olds get
1: along, but what if this person doesn't like me? Or I don't like oh. them. Oh, gosh. Forget that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know I'm likable. I know you want me at your Or birthday. you could even... <laughs> Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, we
0: say don't like them. Of course, every person has worth, but it's like, are you going to vibe? Are we
1: going to vibe? Can I sit here? There has to be two layers of vibes. Absolutely. I'll tell you this (laughs) one time. I was like, (laughs) I was at a play date. I don't know. I think it was actually, like, one of those, like, random, I don't know. Anyway, I was at this play date. I read my audience real wrong, and I said, Something like, oh, babies are such dummies. And at least, (laughs) like, they were like, the kids were like doing something, you know, they're like little teeny wobbly dummies. And I was just like, I was like, I was like, kids are such dummies. Look at these two. And I was like, these women looked at me like I had 50 heads. Oh, no. They were disgusted that I would call my kid, let alone their children, dummies Uh, and I was like you know like look at them (laughs) they don't know anything (laughs) they're so awkward they're (laughs) okay see you next week see you next week
0: (laughs) oh man as I'm packing to leave town yeah and they have a different vibe
1: completely different vibe
0: I mean god bless tutu tutu well and I think we all know this but even if you don't love play dates you know it's interesting I read in one of the articles it's from very well family very well, family. Oh, you know, this family is doing very well. Very well. <laughs> Indeed. But I like—I kind of like the way they put it because I think, Blair, you're not alone. Not everybody's going to like playdates. Not everyone's going to have the opportunity to have many. Some people are, you know, more isolated or whatnot. And... The way that Very Well family, this article it literally was like toddler playdate tips or whatever. They say play dates are one of those things that parents or caregivers often feel passionate about, Blair. Some believe that toddlers need playdates, while others feel that kids do not need playtime with other little ones until they get to preschool. Now this is what I like. They said the truth is play dates are not detrimental to toddlers, but nor are they indispensable. So like There we go. It's right in the middle. They say all oh, a play date is fun. And not just for the kids. Play dates can be fun for parents and caregivers, too. Blah, bitty, blue, blah, bitty, blah. But the bottom line is there are some advantages. Let's talk about those.
1: For sure. I get it. I get it. Yes.
0: And you also have a husband who I'm sure likes play dates.
1: <laughs> loves. <laughs> loves them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is
0: great. Which is great. You're lucky to have a partner who will take over that part of things. Because isn't it? Who is it? I feel like we talk about busy toddler Maybe who says, oh, what if I'm not a, what is she talking about? Like doing activities inside, like setting up Mm -hmm. art activities or whatever. She's what if I'm not that kind of parent? She's like, then her answer is don't do them. Don't do them. Like then don't do them. Do things that you are passionate about that you do like, and your kids will have fun too. But if you're like slogging your way through an activity you hate, like, how is that a way to live your life? Don't do it.
1: Don't do it. It's that guilt thing. Stop it.
0: Yeah. Stop it.
1: But if you or
0: a partner or we had, like I said, grandparents in the music classes, mostly because I think their parents were like doctors or something. But maybe they also just liked bringing those grandkids to music class. So find someone if it works for you and your family. Here are some advantages of playdates. Obviously, it's an opportunity for kids to learn about the world around them. Social play allows kids to learn how to take turns, compromise, handle conflict. I will say this as a sidebar. I do have an only child. So right. that, right? I think, yeah. maybe put it higher in the priority list. Also, I was desperate for human connection, as I
1: always am. For sure. So,
0: <laughs> so I feel like, but it particularly in those first three to four years before I kind of felt like I got back on my normal feet. And it was definitely, I'm so grateful to the parents who reached out to me when I was like, not even in like a sadness hole, but just in like the in the muck in the, you know what?
1: Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> when you're up to your chin in it and then someone will be like, hey,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're all slogging through here. Yeah. You want to take a break and meet at a playground for an hour? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what a lifeline that was sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay. shout out to the gregarious and <laughs> bold and brave <laughs> parents who reached out to someone they barely knew and saved me. So thank you. Yeah, for sure. Oh yes, all these things. I mean, I think we kind of all know this. It improves their ability to regulate their emotions, builds language, math and social skills, Mm. flexibility, motivation, confidence. Even if they're engaging in parallel play up until age two or three, it doesn't make the experience any less meaningful. They're observing how others interact. They are manipulating toys, problem solving with a complex toy. They're learning how to do that from the other kid, whatever. And like we said, it gives the parent or caregiver a break too, and a break in their routine, which is sometimes can feel like every day feels the same. So break that Groundhog Day streak. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. Have you ever, Blair, even being someone who is not a huge fan of play dates, (laughs) what I want to talk about is there it's, I feel like it's very different Setting up a play date for, say, your 8-month-old, 12-month-old, year-and-a-half-old. Mm-hmm. Then, around 2 or 3, they start going to school and making their own friends. How dare they? How dare they? So, have you ever reached out to a parent based on yeah. one of your kids becoming friends with their kid? You have. Okay. How'd you do it? How'd you do it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, is that this happened mostly in when he went to pre-K, when he went to, like, the little... Scandinavian Swedish school, which worked out for us because a lot of his classmates lived in our building. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So they, you know, it was very easy for us to like pop in and out of each other's apartments or go to the playground. And they're cool ladies. And I love hanging out with them. Shout out to my girls in the building. (laughs) So it was, you know, once it was always just like after school, grabbing them or going to school. Just chit-chatting with them and being like, oh, so maybe after school we can do this or, you know, Tuesday afternoon, sometimes a lot of them only went like yeah. three or four days a week, if not the full week. So we would just like pick the days. It's also like, it's very funny how organically it all happens, but how like cerebral you think about it. Does that make sense? Like, what do you feel like that has to happen? Like it has to be hand
0: in hand. We're like, you have to be kind of thinking about it all the time or at least an undercurrent so that you take that extra step. And you don't just shoot the ass with somebody about the latest episode
1: of a crime documentary on Netflix. <laughs> and then you're like, peace out. See you on Monday. Right, 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 right. No, I think that I don't know. I just think it happens organically. I think that I think it's all about the vibes. I vibed well with these moms. First and foremost. And from the beginning. Like, and it's also like my kid, my oldest one, he was in preschool with these kids and they're kids, you know, like unless there's like some huge, you know, personality disparities, like kids get along with kids. Kids play with, kids. you know what I mean? Like they just play with each other. It's just like for the most part, for the most. I mean, kids different. Every kid's different. But yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, like I said, if there's like some huge, you know, something or rather there, but they all get along they all just like you know just you know throw them throw on a blanket throw on, you know, throw them on a playground for the most part for the most part give me my coffee let's chat yeah real housewives let's go come on I that, will that, say this other thing
0: once this one kid who's to this day my son's best bud when he was two years old and he started in like pre-k whatever he started showing up in all the pictures you know how they send you <laughs> pictures on like
1: the app yeah and I was yeah, like yeah
0: who this? And did they look super squirrely in those pictures? Like they were up to no good? Yes. Was that correct? Yes. (laughs) Are they still super squirrely? Absolutely. Now he's like a nephew to us. And the reason why is because I stalked his parents. (laughs) 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 Pick up and drop. I use that very loosely. Please know that's just a joke. (laughs) But all right. Okay, Molly. (laughs)
2: Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) Um, At pick up and drop off, I started to just kind of like... Kind of look around and see if... Because you start to kind of... You kind of start to know who they are because you see them pick up a drop-off. Yes. You show up at the gate at the same time as them. Their kid screams. You're like, ah, okay, that's a kid from the picture. <laughs> I start to... Try, I go, hey, I'm, you know, my... You know, Blah Blah's mom or whatever. I'm Dee's mom. And they go, oh, hey, oh, we've heard so much about him. So then... So a couple of these things when we started to put together like playground after school dates and stuff... The vibe came. yeah. But it started for sure from the fact that my son and and their son clearly hit it off. Totally. And also once he started being able to like tell us about his days, you know, in the beginning, I was like, how was your day? And he's like, I ate slime. And I'm like, "Okay." But now he can actually say, oh, this is this person. I hung out with them. I played with that person. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now he goes, you got to get that. You got to get, you know, if they say some kid, uh, Edward, you got to get Edward's mom's cell number. Do you get her cell number? Are you friends on Facebook? (laughs) Now he like knows all the ways I hit up other parents. (laughs) He's like, make it happen, mom, please. Thanks. (laughs) So it could be, it could start from you as a parent connecting with another parent at the playground or at pickup or whatever. Also, don't forget about chatting people up at those parent classes at the playground Mm -hmm. through your Facebook groups. If you're in like a mom Facebook group, yes, to start seeing who you vibe with and kind of start to notice who your kid does too. I think it's a
1: little bit of both. It is. It is. And also, you know, like, don't, I think this is like where my introversy, is that a word? If not, I just made it up. Introversy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Is that I, and maybe it's also because the fact that I am on a daily basis with my career and I'm always having to put myself out there, always had to put myself out there. Right. So I always feel like, oh God, oh God. Right. But there is an element of having to put yourself out there if it's important to you and you see that it's something that like helps your kid thrive or something that your kid like enjoys doing, like hanging out with other kids. Like, yeah, you do have to put this. Yeah. And there are benefits to it for both of you. For sure. Once you find that person that you're vibing with for sure, for sure. There are also a couple of tips on this website called
0: FirstThingsFirst.org, which is part of this organization developed in Arizona because they passed a proposition to get funding. And like, I kind of went into this rabbit hole about it, but they essentially added a little bit of tax to cigarettes to be able to fund early childhood education. Okay, I'm cool with that. Like zero to five. So they set up like a board of directors and a website. It's really interesting. And when I read in the about section, they said they did a tax on cigarettes so that the... Funding for it was never like based on politics or changes in, I don't know, government. I just thought it was so interesting. Anyway, first things first, I work. So they had a few tips and one of theirs, which I thought was also a good reminder, not only putting yourself out there, but going outside, making sure that your kids play dates or trying to make sure that they're outside of their normal circle. Mm-hmm. So if it's mm-hmm. if they're always hanging out with their cousins, mm-hmm. keep, I think it's all about like keeping in mind that they should always be broadening their worldview and broadening their Always. social circles, because that's going to challenge their boundaries, too, as people. And don't judge a book by its cover was another tip, which I thought was good, too, because you can't tell by looking at another parent at pickup whether or not you have the same food guidelines, whether or not you discipline in similar ways, whether or not you vibe. Yeah. So you might see someone and be like, oh, that doesn't look like the kind of person that I would vibe with. Right. No. I think that's a good life rule. Maybe that's just a life rule.
1: I mean, look at me. I mean, that's how I got judged, you know, just by looking at me, you know. So, yeah, for yeah.
0: sure. Just for the record, Blair is covered head to toe in tattoos.
1: <laughs> Her entire face. Entire face. Oh. It's covered in tattoos. There's a part of me that'd be like, oh, that'd be so dope. It would be. So it is often. Oh, tattoos
0: are awesome. If they're for you, they're awesome. <laughs> so, there's just ways of just like keeping your, I don't know, your options open. When my son was littler- we played with this other young girl who was so sweet. And it was like after a story time at the library and her mom came over to me just to shoot the breeze. Yeah. And she was the one who I think at the end of our five minute chat said, Hey, your kid seems nice. My kid's nice. You seem nice. I'm nice. Any chance you want to trade uh, phone numbers? We can get together at the playground. I was so thrilled. And I want to shout out Megan right now. Thank you, Megan. Thanks Megan. Yeah.
1: Hey Molly, let me ask you this. Cause I think that for me, Living in the city in an urban area, it seems especially like since we have the playground right outside. Yeah. It just seems like when I say organically happening, as far as like just shooting the breeze and whatnot, and like, oh, you got a kid. I got a kid. okay, cool, 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 cool. And I don't necessarily have to go to school to do it or, you know, we could just go to the playground. We could just be getting grabbing coffee, whatever. Do you think that it's tougher in a suburban area for you? Yes, I think I do. Just because there are less people per
0: square mile, so we often, now and then, go to the playground and we're the only people there. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Actually, that's so... I yeah. mean, not on the weekends and stuff, but like... Right, yeah. right,
1: but during the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. And like, we would get out of music class and there was a playground, you know, 500 feet away, and after music class, it was busy... For half an hour and then everybody would leave and me and my son would be the only ones left. Oh, yeah. It is a little different. I do. I do think it's harder. And I think that's part of the reason why, in addition to my kind of isolation as a new mom Mm -hmm. or a mom, not even a new mom. But, well, I've talked about this on the pod before, but like I had just moved there when I was eight and a half months pregnant. So I, I had not a great mom or parent friend circle right away. So it was really important to me and also to get myself out of any kind of funk that I might have or loneliness to sign up for the music class, to go to the reading circles at the library because yes, you're in your car a lot Yeah, and you go places and you might be the only one there. It's hard. You got to kind of put yourself out there, even physically putting yourself out there, like literally put yourself in a playground with a child to push (laughs) in addition to signing up for stuff. Don't
1: don't just like... (laughs) (laughs) Did I forget to say in a swing? You just get up, take him to the playground, just start pushing him around. Sometimes you feel like that. Yeah,
0: and that's one way
1: to meet people. I'm not sure if it's going to be a friend meeting. (laughs) Or a police officer. But hey, Hey. you might vibe with him too, so him or her, (laughs) who knows? We'll be right back. When you bring
3: your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file.
2: I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing
0: in the Face of Motherhood.
2: Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom.
1: How to do it, how to go about it, who to do it with, and how not to just go on a playground and push kids. (laughs) You got to put them in a swing first. If you walk away from this episode with one piece of advice. One good, solid piece of advice. Don't push your kid. (laughs) Don't physically push your kid. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do
0: it. (laughs) So one quick thing I asked my husband before I started recording today was, what do you think about (laughs) playdates? Like any tips? And his only only tip was literally, (laughs) first of all, he made a joke and said, dominate. (laughs) I was like, okay. Yeah, David. And then I said, do you have any real tips? And he said, I said, where do you like to do play dates?" And he said, I always like neutral ground. Yes. At least in the beginning. Smart. Which I thought was smart too. I don't know how to say this. I like the personal quality of going to someone's house or them coming to your place. It is a lot more pressure. Yeah. But there is like... I don't know, toys that your kid's never seen before. Yeah. It's good for them to see the inside of other people's houses, frankly. You know what I mean? Like, it's good for them to learn the rules of another person's home. For sure. And to know that there are different rules in different places that you go in the world and not everybody lives their life
1: exactly the same way as you and your, your parent or parents. Molly, all I'm thinking as you're saying that is how your son came to our house and my kids were still out. I don't remember. I think they were at the playground. And... D got in first <laughs> and he walked in and he walked into my kids room and he was like, whoa, skidoski. We are playing with these toys. It was so funny just to watch him just like pick up things and be like, Oh, I got that. Oh, I've never seen this. Oh, this is cool. And then he was like up on the bed. It was just like a whole new world
0: opened up to him. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. It was like loner Christmas. He knew he couldn't leave with the toys. <laughs> But it was like he was able to play it with them. A loner Christmas. Your kids
1: got home and he was literally in your son's bed playing with five of his toys. He was having the time of his life. And then my kids came in and it was like Christmas for them. Oh, yes. Because it was like... But it was like a loner new brother Christmas. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, speaking of vibes, they vibed really well. They, so well. Yeah, and still like ask... He asks about them all the time. It's so sweet. But yeah, so I do think there are some social aspects to going to someone else's house or having them come to yours that you won't get on the playground. Yeah. And some lessons to be learned and stuff like that. That being said, let's not kid ourselves. We are still in a pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) So a lot of times uh, we might not be comfortable with having someone in our home or they might not be comfortable having us in their home.
1: Yeah, it gets Um, weird. It gets weird. It
0: gets weird. We're in a bit of a weird time. Life is weird anyway. So I guess the biggest thing... To think about is, not to think about, to focus on, mm. is to not be afraid to communicate and ask questions. hmm mm-hmm. Especially because we don't even know these people very well yet. So it feels like, we have to hide that. We can't, like, I think of playdates this way,
1: so they probably do too.
0: Oh, no. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Don't do that. No. No, don't do it. Here's my question. What if, I don't know if this pertains, I mean, it might, but... What happens, because this is something that I have a hard time with, play dates sometimes is like how I discipline my children Mm -hmm. versus how, you know, how other people discipline their children. Because sometimes, especially I find like when you're in a play date situation, you're playing, right? Right. So some like behavioral things kind of go out the window because you're just like, all right, they're playing. But I still try to, especially if we're having a play date inside my home. Yeah. Which I'm also I love, but I'm also like not the biggest, hugest fan of it. Yeah. Just because I tend to be like, but it's just like sometimes, you know, when you're playing and things get rough or I get real anxiety ridden when it comes to like discipline stuff. What do you do? What do I do? Help me.
0: Well, I think that's a big part of the communications thing and asking questions. One of the tips that I read, I believe it was on. Very well, family.com, toddler playdates. They said keep the, first of all, playdate should only be one to two hours, which I really love that idea. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. More than two hours. We're looking at toddler meltdown town. And then what happens? They start to get cranky. We start to get cranky. Things go south, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So keep it to one to two hours. This will help the likelihood that, and you'll get into meltdown town. However, you are right. There are certain disciplinary things or like, Behavior that the kids are going to show that maybe you've never seen them before. Grabbing things, not sharing. Mm-hmm. And their recommendation is to try not to scold your kid, whether your kid is the guest or the host or whether it's like a playground meetup. Whoops! No, no, no. That's okay. <laughs> because there's. this is especially when they're like younger toddlers. mm mm-hmm. Because they're learning how to deal with another kid. Okay. Whether it's parallel play, whether it's they're actually, you know, over the age of two or three and they're actually playing with the other kid. Mm-hmm. Try to be, you know, it's only an hour or two. So unless your kid is truly acting out where you can remove them and speak to them privately, or you may have to leave, just be mm-hmm. flexible. Um, they say try to, if, especially if they're little dudes, little kids, model correct behavior rather than t- using it as an opportunity to discipline or punish. Got it. I think it's a personal decision. I mm-hmm. think that was just their suggestion. Obviously, you guys to live your life. But talking to the other parent first is a really good way to try and solve that problem. Yeah. About how you're going to handle it in that moment, either at their house or at the playground or whatever. Playground, I feel like, is looser because it's not like you need. You feel the need to abide by anybody else's rules. No. Like you're just at the playground, but mm-hmm. try to keep it a positive experience because
1: you also want your kid to grow up liking playdates. They should be, above all, fun. Right. So maybe, and especially like going to other people's houses or having people come over, too. You want that. Yeah. Yeah. You want your kids to, like, enjoy that kind of stuff.
0: Yes. So, model, you know, even maybe in a dramatic way how to share a stuffed animal that the other kid wants or whatever Mm -hmm. after your kid has had a chance with it. Mm -hmm. And maybe give them a gentle soft hug to show what soft touch looks like. This is for little, little ones. But, yeah, probably if your kid is acting out too much, it's probably time to go home. Yeah. That's kind of my opinion and kind of from what I read, like... It's not
1: worth it. (laughs) It's just a play date. (laughs) You know, Mm -mm. (laughs) you know, I always like to do play dates like when they were little, like right before like an hour, hour and a half before nap time. Yeah. Or lunch. So you have that excuse to go.
0: Oh, yeah. David mentioned that, too. My husband said neutral ground is easier to have an out. You can bounce.
1: Yeah, you can bounce if you got to bounce. Be like, oh, we got it. Like, yeah, let's totally meet up at 1030. Because we got to be out by 12. Yes. So I can get him down for a nap or I can, you know, or his second nap is at, you know, 11, 45, whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too, is be specific, but flexible. Be specific, especially if you're hosting. Give the person a start time and an end time. Yeah. Because you cannot assume that the other person runs playdates like you do. Like, you just can't assume that. So it's like, we'd love to have you over from 10 to 11. You know, I'll have a small snack. Or you can, if you're the guest, you can say,
1: shall I bring the snack? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Just ask the question. Yeah. What does your kid like to eat? What can I have for you? Any allergies? Or feel free to bring anything. You know, your kid can most definitely snack at my house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Set it up. Set it up. Set it up. Don't assume. Set it up. Ask those questions. Don't assume. And don't be like. That means. What does that mean? Don't be a robot. Don't be a robot. Uh, can you tell I live with children? <laughs> yes. Like, don't be like you know.
0: Be flexible. Be flexible, but specific. Yeah. So, but specific. Come specific. on over from ten to eleven. I'm going to do this little activity. That's the other thing too. Is that much like birthday parties, which we'll be discussing on a future episode. Don't feel like your play date has to be Pinterest worthy. Oh gosh, no. You're just hanging out for an hour or two. Some people, you know, might feel the pressure. To want to make sure that the kids have something to do every second of that play date. So they have an art project set up. They have this. They have that. No. Mostly you just need to have a few things out if they're little and they're just learning how to play with each other. Maybe model playing first and then they'll get it.
1: They'll get it. Yeah.
0: But a little simple activity might not be a bad idea, even if it's just because you have a bag of toilet paper rolls lying around. There it is. And you're like, oh, we're going to make fish out of toilet paper rolls and then put out your box (laughs) of crayons and... Say, have at it, kids. The
1: only thing I do Pinterest-worthy, what is the cocktail? <laughs> I be like, yeah, come on over, bring the kid, whatever. Just know that I'm making spicy mango jalapeno margaritas. <laughs>
0: Okay, not to complain or anything, but when I came to your home, those were nowhere in sight. Interesting. I just think it's interesting. That's all. That's a very good point, Blair. That's a big thing to communicate, whether alcohol will be served. Yeah. (laughs) Some parents do not want alcohol at play dates. They are not comfortable with that, especially in the morning. But also, (laughs) you need to communicate whether or not the other, if you're hosting, whether or not the other parents should stay. Because do not assume that they know Mm. that... They should stay with their kid. They might drop with their kid off and be like, bye. And you're not prepared for that. Because remember, if that kid is potty training, you're in charge of diaper changes, like all that kind of stuff. Oh, no, that's not a play date, Molly. That's babysitting. Yeah, I think it's babysitting, too. But I think people do do drop off play dates. Do they? I think it's a, a
1: yes. Maybe not little, little. But. I wish, I wish somebody would come over to my house and be like, okay, bye. I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> da, 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 da. You
0: communicate. Where are you going? Or, well, the interesting thing is. You better communicate if you're about to leave. Maybe the first couple of times you stay and then maybe you could communicate with that parent and say, hey, next time, drop your kid off. I'll hang out with them for an hour so you can go get a cup of coffee. And the time after that, I'll do it. Like, you can start to do that, too, sort of like you trade off babysitting. You know how, like, sometimes a family will care for your kid while you have a date? No, thank you. You're a hard pass on that, I can already tell.
1: Molly, this is why I love you, because your heart is that big. (laughs) I will never, (laughs) ever. (laughs) You better be having a medical sitch for me. (laughs) There better be blood (laughs) or you are not conscious for me to be like, bring your kid over and leave. (laughs) Go have a cup of coffee. No, take yourself to the ER. (laughs) That's the only way. (laughs) I'm such a curmudgeon. I'm sorry. No, you're not. This
0: is good that we're saying this because then our listeners know, (laughs) never assume you're on the same page.
1: (laughs) Never assume. Never assume. (laughs) We'll be right back
3: I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.
0: Hi, everybody. We're back with Toddler Purgatory. So the biggest thing I think we're talking about regarding playdates is communication. Not only not being afraid to communicate Whether it be at drop-off or pick-up at school, communicate your desire to set up a play date, trade numbers, become Facebook friends, whatever. I think there's also, I've heard about parents, like, leaving a note in the mailbox. You know how kids have, like, their cubbies at school to say, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so's mom. Yeah. They get along great. Your kid and my kid get along great. If you're ever interested in meeting up the playground sometime, here's my cell number. And... Just as
1: simple as that. You know what creepy, stalky thing I did? No, I can't wait to hear. Sorry. This is such a creepy, stalky thing that I did. Me and my kids. Was my oldest one with me? No, he was at school. Me and my young one were out grabbing some coffee at a local coffee shop. She was having chocolate milk. And this couple who had just moved from Malaga, Spain, came in. And they were so cool. And both my daughter and their son were the same age. And they were playing great. And they were just so dope. And we were just like talking. And they were like, you know, wanting to know about me. They had just moved, but they were thinking about moving to a different neighborhood. And I was like, come to my neighborhood. Let's be <laughs> let's be neighbors. Hi. And then we didn't. Hi. <laughs> hey. And then we talked for a good like 20, 30 minutes, and then they left. And I didn't get their information like a dum-dum. But I remembered where they said their kid was going to school. Oh, yeah. Which is right behind where my kid went to school. Yes. So like a crazy stalker lady, I wrote a note and I took it to the school. <laughs> um, and I came into the receptionist. I was like, and I explained myself way too much. This woman is like, could you please leave? I was like, I had, we met at a coffee shop and they were so lovely. And if you could just give this to the, and I haven't heard from them. I was wondering how long ago this was. If you're listening,
0: Malaga for Emily. It's so long. Please. Uh, please yeah, get in touch. It
1: was me. I think I overexplained so much that this woman at the receptionist was like, what do you want? Uh, this might be a, stalk- in a literal stalker situation. <laughs> literal. And I didn't know their last name. I just knew their first names and their kids name. But I thought for sure that. But I'm yeah. pretty sure they were just. Now that I think about it It's a school Yeah, they probably aren't allowed to Like, it's weird that this (gasps) But I love that you
0: tried, Blair So, it's up to you listeners To draw the line between (laughs) What is Appropriate Actually freaking a family out And what is just following up On a vibe,
1: man Mm -hmm. But
0: we trust you We trust Mm you I bet they didn't even get it, Blair Please don't take it personally
1: I bet they didn't get it They probably didn't And now that I'm thinking about it out loud It just makes sense That the receptionist would be like No, I can't do that That's like Yeah But she was like, oh, okay, okay. And then she's like, as she like reaches for like the panic button, (laughs) I was just going to say that she was reaching under
0: her thing, under her desk, (laughs) clicking, clicking, clicking. Oh, I just actually hit the desk and my whole microphone setup shook. (laughs) So our takeaways from today are really communicate, Mm -hmm. be specific, but flexible. I don't mind an end time. Meet at the playground at one. We'll hang out for an hour or so. You can be as specific as you want. If you're hosting or being a guest, don't cancel unless it's illness or something unavoidable because, again, you're setting yourself up for possible future playdates, you know? Like, right, right, yeah. Try not to cancel on a whim, especially if you're a guest because the host might have like cleaned their house and stuff, you know? Oh, yes. Which leads me to my... Oh, and then be clear on whether the parent should stay. Be clear on food stuff. Yeah. Don't bounce. Yeah, don't bounce unless it is... This ain't no drop-off situation. <laughs> yeah, unless it's been set ahead of time. And also one thing which I liked from the Very Well Family article was they said, clean it and leave it. And this was interesting to me because when we're hosting, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and our home. I know I freak out when I'm having people in my home. Oh, yeah. They said, clean it and leave it. They said, make sure that, you know, the bathroom is clean and you've wiped the crumbs off the counters and that there are toys available for the kids. Try not to obsess during the play date about keeping your home or the toy area or the kid area clean. If they're destroying stuff, let them destroy it and then save the last 15 minutes for a cleanup, cleanup, everybody cleanup situation. Yes, yes. The parent who's your guest will help, I'm sure.
1: Like, they better. So then the- don't be a bad guest and not help up. Yeah. Help pick up. Yeah. Or help up. Oh, help up. Help me up. <laughs> <laughs> now that your kid has destroyed my home, you better help me up. Because <laughs> you've fallen on the floor and fallen
0: asleep. <laughs> Be clear whether the parent should stay. Clean it. Because
2: I'm dry <laughs>
0: <laughs> My margaritas. Too many margaritas. Overserved. I, You know, it is funny. The, I have to say it is a thing. The issue, it's not an issue, but the question of whether or not alcohol is served at playdates. Oh, that's the other thing, too, is they say try to keep it two to four kids maximum. Max. Which I think is a really good, I, I love two kid playdates so that they don't, have to worry about anything else. And you can focus on that one parent. Yeah, But yeah, if you're hosting, you'd have to know those other parents really well to know whether or not alcohol should be served. I'd stay away from it. Also, you have to make sure that the parents are leaving in a healthy state to care for their children. Yeah, Somebody at the play date should not be drinking because they should be in charge of the children. There's all those questions. So, I mean, if it was you and me, Blair, we'd have a margarita because obviously our husbands are in charge because we went to the local restaurant. And we sat outside. And we did a drop-off play date. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Clean it and leave it. Don't obsess. Do it at the end. Just have fun. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the biggest takeaway, I think, of course, is to be flexible. Be flexible. Be
1: flexible. Have fun.
0: What about you, Blair? What, how have your play dates changed because of this episode? Listen,
1: listen, you see how I am. Listen, you see how I am. You see that mama's a little particular with her vibage. (laughs) Yes, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do play days. If it's not in your wheelhouse, if it stresses you out, if it's too much, don't feel the pressure to do
0: it. Don't do it. So my son has started capping as we do the same, my husband and I, where we say, oh my God, do it. But I don't know where we got that. I think we stole it from my husband and his friend, sidebar Blair, JV. Yeah. I think it's JV and David came up with oh. it. Sorry. Um, um, it's just, oh my God, do it. And then now my son has started saying it and it makes me laugh so hard to hear a five and a half year old where I'm like, I don't know. I think, yeah, I'm like, I think I'll you know just run out and get blah, blah, blah. And he'll go, Oh my God, do it. And he's just like this cute little <laughs> five year
1: old. It's so it. funny. I love it when they don't get it, but they do it. Ugh. And they nail the timing. I'm like, good for you. Good for you. Yes, yes it's work. Play
0: dates are helpful. Play dates are fun. There are other things that are helpful and fun if they are not up
1: your alley. Your alley. For sure. Do you? Do you,
0: boo? Do you? Also, I will say this it's not a play date per se but I also think it's kind of fun sometimes to bring my son when I go and hang out with my friends who don't have kids and we go and he learns like Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe it's just part of being an only child, but he learns how to like talk to adults and also how to play by himself when other people are talking. Yes, yes, yes. That's kind of good too. It's not a play day. I don't know if it applies in this situation, but I thought I'd put
1: a little shout out for that. Yeah. I think sometimes, like sometimes, yeah, if I'm hanging out on Fridays, I don't have, God bless her, Nanny Paulette. And sometimes my friends are like, hey, you available? Grab some coffee. I'm like, I have the children (laughs) with me and they're like, bring them. And then it's like, okay. And they end up playing by themselves or my friends like hanging out with my kids, which is really nice and really lovely. And then they get to see mommy have a play date. Mm -hmm. And they get to see how mommy interacts with her friends, which is so great. Yes. And you model relationships, healthy relationships. Yes, for sure. Yes. And then sometimes like my daughter, sometimes she doesn't even like playing with her friends. She wants to play with mommy's friends. I'm like, come on girl. (laughs) No margaritas for you, though. No margaritas, not yet. Not for 18 more years.
0: <laughs> Thank you all so much for being here with us here on Toddler Purgatory. We hope to see you over on the Wet Fresh Hell Podcast Facebook page. It's super active and fun. And if you have, yeah, come on over. Come on over. Come on over. Come on over, baby. Who is that? Cheryl Crow? Who are we quoting?
1: Cheryl Crow! Christina Aguilera! My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say Cheryl Crow? Isn't that funny? I don't know. You need a margarita. You need a spicy mango margarita, girl. I'm coming over, coming (laughs) over to your house.
0: (laughs) Thanks for being here. We love you. See you soon. Take it easy.
2: Real truth alert. Pregnancy, birth and having a baby isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I wish it were. But the reality is that many people struggle and suffer through this time without the right help or even knowing what they're dealing with. I'm perinatal psychologist, Dr. Katiyun Kayani, also known as Dr. Kat. My podcast, Mom and Mind, aims to shine a light on the difficult reality that so many hopeful and new parents experience and raise the volume on how we can better support mental health, which is a big part of our overall health.